Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Keepers of the Book. I'm your host, Miles, joined here with Jordan, and we're covering Elantris chapters 36 to 45. Lots of good stuff happening today, brother. Oh, man, can't wait to jump into it. It's uh, it's a lot, and I've, I'm hoping that it's going to be two more episodes, and then we're done with Elantris, and I'm oh, so excited. Right, I agree. I agree. And then, you know, I could tell that we're starting to we're starting to climb the mountain. We're starting to get up there and we're starting to we're starting to really figure out what's going on in the background mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of characters are getting their um getting their time to shine and it's it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out with just one book cuz you know, know, know he likes his trilogies. Yeah, yeah, of course. So yeah, chapter 36. Let's just hit it off without any further ado. Chapter 36. So this is kind of a step back when it comes to the actual timeline. It's Raithen is in Elantris and it's just him kind of like suffering. And he's starting to get hallucination because he has a lack of water. Because remember, he faked it. So he... Um, he had poisoned himself to make it look like that he became a Lantrian, but really he was just, you know, and right. Right. And it, you know, our, our, our predictions were, I guess, semi true. I'm almost positive. We predicted that he would take the poison to become a Lantrian. We just didn't know in what fashion. Yeah. I thought that, um, he killed himself and then quote unquote, God kind of saved his life. And he, saved his life by turning him into an Elantrian. So, yeah. I had the right idea, I guess. But, but yeah. yeah but, and then, you know, I, I'm a logical person, so I was like, you know what? He's trying to show his faith to these people, so he quote-unquote, killed himself. Yeah. And he's gonna be saved by Lord Jedith. Oh, yeah. man. I, every time, so I, I listen to the audiobook often. Mm-hmm. And this kind of helps me catch up when I can't read and, um, they 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 say when they you know when Rathen pronounces Jedith, it's like it's like he's he's like he's like doing it at you, he's throwing it at you, Lord Jedith. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, it really puts an emphasis on the name. But continue. Yeah, no, it's just uh, God. I love the voice actors, especially the graphic audio version. For those of you who don't uh, listen to audiobooks because you feel like you kind of lose track. The graphic audio is a really good alternative. Um, but anyways, so he does give some backstory on the religion, I guess. Um, so there's different monasteries. There's a Wrathborn Monastery, which trains assassins. Yolder, Fieldor Monasteries, which trains spies. And the Dakor Monastery that does... Pins, I guess? Uh... He explains it like it trains crazy people. That's the way he like kind of like mentally compartmentalizes it, doesn't it? The, yeah, that they train them, but the demon part threw me off. Like, yeah, what's so, the demon in this world? Right. I mean, that really interested me because he was scared of it. Right. He was like, he was. It almost yeah. like he was afraid. He's afraid of, to call on that person's help. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, Dothkin. Do, yeah, do, yeah, Dothkin. Uh, sure. Yeah, we'll but he's a, but he's a he's a rodent, rodent. That's what they call him, a rodent. So you know he can he can call upon 
yeah you know, dothkin for the for the you know the help the help <laughs> the help he's the help yeah. <laughs> he's the help of the religion <laughs> you're the help uh so anyways um yeah uh he had called out that you know he's been healed um the guard captain that he had bribed earlier was the one who kind of got him out and then uh someone had tried to break into his little uh chest that had his c on um yeah 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 he was so he was who i do imagine you think if, that was oh it's gotta be Diloff. it has to be right like it, there's no one else like no one i think else. yeah that's definitely Diloff. but um, I, just, I just imagine this man in this armor just frantically like getting into this box and he's like oh my god it's not gonna work like i can never see this thing again and it's like yeah, yeah. oh wow so you did like elantris okay good job bud yeah i think there's there's definitely he's he's the most intriguing character in elantris and the the book for me it's like you said there, there's some sense of awe for him i think he was jealous when he was younger um he wanted to be elantris elantrian himself uh and then he joined the religion that condemned the Elantrians. So, you know, it's one of those things like you can't join them, hate them. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. Like, the way they explain Elantrians, like, yeah, I would want to be one as well. That, mm-hmm. that, would, that would make the logical sense. Like, oh, I'm a, I'm a pseudo-demigod, if you will. Yep. So... Diloph seems to respect him more now. I think he he's definitely fallen for uh, Raithen's uh, little trick here. Um, he's like asking him, like he's like, "Whoa, like I can't mess with this guy. Like I think I overstepped my bounds." Um, um, he's just sniveling. He he was sniveling. So like, you read a lot of fantasy books, and you always see that like that guy that's always like you imagine bent over like an Igor type fellow. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, he's like sniveling, like, oh, I'm so sorry, but really, I wanted to screw you over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted to ruin you, but, oh, I couldn't, so you bested me. Now I have to conform. It's like, wow, man, you really, you really stood up for what you believed in. (laughs) Yeah, so the chapter ends with him uh, planning to call in Dothkin, the guy from the Demon Monastery, so... uh, I don't know. I guess we'll find out here soon what that guy is like, specializes in. Uh, so Raiden, chapter thirty-seven, he suddenly gets a sharp pain, and that basically knocks him out. And Galadin says that it's not right. Like the pain that he's feeling is supposed to be a constant, like climbing wave, or sorry, constant climbing hill, not like waves. Uh, I'm. I don't know, dude. Something's up. Well, in this, you know, in this chapter, they he explains the door. Yeah, the door is trying, door to, get trying to get out. out from right. Him and, yeah. So my thought process is: what if all the Lantrians just figure out a way to cope with the fact that the door was so? What if they were always in this major amount of pain, but they were able to release it? In like a functional manner, obviously through aeons, and then the intricate lines drawn on top of those aeons with other aeons. I think that's how I explain it. Yeah. So I mean, there's the thing is like, you know, maybe when that door hits, maybe it's time for him to draw an aeon, and then it's released. 
So you're saying like the Elantrians, they would whenever they would feel that pain, they would release that pressure, I guess, through the aeons. Yeah, and for some reason, I remember reading. I guess it was Raiden that got the surgery. I guess not surgery, the magical healing of an aeon and by an Elantrian when he was younger. And for some reason, I thought there was like a like they waited for something. Maybe it was the door to just try to push out. Maybe they were waiting for that. I don't. I I just remember that being like a talking point. It obviously has something to do with the door and aeons and stuff like that. It's just I can't like put my finger on it. So and it's becoming really frustrating because it's like we're almost done with the book and it still hasn't resolved itself yet. So. Um, I'm sure it's going to be really, like, satisfying. I so, mean, the, the end of Mistborn was, like, oh, I mean, ah, uh, like, like Professor says in Jiu-Jitsu, mm, it was perfection. just sweet and salt popcorn all together, baby. Yeah, oh yeah, it was awesome. He had both. <laughs> he had both. So, Karada says that he was glowing, and, like, the door was trying to get through him. So, I guess I could be confirming what you're saying, right? The door's, like, trying to forcefully push its way through him. Um... Because he seems way more inclined for it. Because Galadin said that there were some that were more powerful with the door, and those were the first to fall. Um, and then Raiden also goes on to say that he doesn't truly think Raithen was truly healed. Now, I don't know if he thinks that Raithen faked it, or if he actually faked being healed. So, But he doesn't trust him either way. See, this is the thing. like Over and over again, through the majority of this book, Raiden has proved, I'm going to say it again, over and over again, that he is probably the smartest person in the book. I mean, just just the amount of time, I mean, the, the amount of times that he's just proven everybody, like, over and over again, that he's just the smartest person. The way he speaks to people, the way that he kind of comforts them in mm-hmm. saying, like, hey, it's, you know, I know this, these things stink, but it's going to be okay. Just let's come over here and let's just do this together. Which is it, what makes the whole um, interaction with Serene later that much more frustrating. But we'll get to that in a second. Um, that was fighting words. <laughs> so, chapter 38. Serene, Lukel, and Shudin uh, discover... Or, sorry, discover. They're discussing whether or not Raithens was a trick. Um, so, then the patriarch, Sinalan, arrives. And Serene, she's... She's pretty smart too, right? She puts aside her ego to give him a good welcome, something that she didn't receive. So, say, later, how did you say the the patriarch's name? Sainalan. 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 Is it Sainalan? That's what they say in the audio book. That's cool. That's cool. I like I it. Sainalan. Sainalan. I mean, I thought I thought it was I thought it was pretty neat. Yeah, I can dig it. But continue. So yeah, um, but yeah, so Lukel is kind of disappointed that Serene and Sainalan don't get into an argument, which I thought was kind of funny. Like, I like that, you know, like Lukel was kind of hoping for a war of the words and didn't get that. And he's kind of disappointed. Well, she kind of, she did that to herself. She was like, hey, like this person is not really that great of a person. The yeah, way she yeah. explained it. And, and he was hoping like, oh, I get to see Serene, you know, kind of attack yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. that's not us <laughs> yeah yeah no i agree uh so so anyways um serene is wondering why uh Sin is there and 
Me too. <laughs> so Iodon, out of respect for his friends, uh, sorry, no, Royal, out of respect for his friend, decided to take up Iodon's uh, funeral arrangements. Um, I'm still suspicious of Royal, by the way. And so they're arranging nah, come on. this. Come on, who's going to marry Serene? Come on. I don't know. He seems like a good dude. Uh-huh. I don't know. All right, we'll, we'll continue. <laughs> so Serene and um, Royal, remember, are going to get married. And this is like, when I was reading, when they said that Duke Tellery had like no response and he was doing nothing, like he wasn't trying to block the marriage or anything like that. I was like, there's no way he just killed over and just. Um, no, he was playing games. He's playing yeah, games. Yeah. He's playing games. So, we already, we already. So when I read this part, I was like, oh "This God. guy worked so hard. He's not gonna just. He's not, not do just anything. gonna lay down, and he has yeah. the money, and that's the problem. Yeah. So like when they explain the whole system of the, I guess I'd call it a government system. More like I don't. What would you really call that system? Like if you gave it a true name, I mean. A copy government still government, right? I guess, gosh. But anyways, yeah. So I mean, it, he wasn't just gonna throw down. Yeah, no, he. Yeah, he wasn't definitely not just gonna give up. So he and he doesn't, and we'll get to that in a second. So Iodon apparently left a will that there will be no more merchant-based nobility. Those who held their titles up until this point will pass their nobility down to their kids in a more traditional, you know, medieval style, like title system um what's your thoughts on that is that better or is that worse than the previous system i, I, I mean, think it's come worse on. Is it, i think it's worse you right? can't Be- trade apples and oranges no I, I think it's definitely worse right because exactly before you could at least make the argument as hard as it was you could at least make the argument that someone could have became a good businessman and then re- like risen in the ranks right and become you know Noble, noble class simply because he was a good businessman. In this new system, it's just like, hey, I have a son, so he therefore is going to inherit my noble title. Now you can make the argument that the old system, they inherit the wealth and they inherit the title too, and that's true. But we we have seen that even someone like Iodon, who was said to be a great businessman, kind of lost his touch and kind of, how do I put this? He, he, despite being supposedly a great businessman, he eventually lost his touch, and he was close to losing his title. The only reason he did it was because Serini saved him. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, so when you were okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah. So I thought that that was actually kind of interesting because, for some reason, this Teod, the Teod merchants, I, I the way I imagine these people. They're just they're the hustle and bustle. They're the merchants of the merchants. They, you know, they. I don't know. I just, the way I imagine them is just like an excellent merchant, an excellent salesman, just very noble, right? Mm-hmm. And he's you know they're. I Don's losing money. He's not making any money because Fjordell is just tearing him a new one, you know. <laughs> and he and he doesn't want nobody wants to tell anybody that. I mean, come on, he's the king, so. You know, I mean, he almost had to go with Serini's help, but again, Serini was making a weird decision. Weird decision. Weird play. Um, I agree. Um, 
but yeah, yeah, she. I mean, she saved the day. But again, like he, he was losing his touch, and it was. I mean, I could. I when they were speaking about him previous chapters, he, it just seemed like he was just kind of on his way out. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. you're you're on your way out, bud. Like I do like how he had said though in the little like will thing that he said like those who have made it this far kind of thing is like okay those 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 businessmen who for the past 10 years have retained their like wealth they deserve to be nobility at this point i'm like that kind of cracked me up you know it's just like this guy's a successful businessman after 10 years all right he he's been through it all he deserves like that noble title so i thought that was kind of funny but, right, it's like uh, a, it's like a, it's like a sink or swim type moment. Yeah, yeah, it's like okay, respect. I, I see you, you know. I, I as a businessman myself, I see you. So, um, anyways, um, Serini is at her wedding. Uh, what was that wedding? She's at her wedding. Um, and she's thinking about how she's finally gonna get married to an actual person. Yeah, she's gonna get married. Yeah, but he's like 9,000 years old. And then Sanderson decides, no, no happy moment for you. And bam, she's in the Montreal. I Okay, so I thought that Royale was going to turn into a Montreal. When they were like saying, like, you know, how she's so happy that she can finally marry somebody or something like that. I was like, oh, so Royale's going to die or he's going to become a Montreal, right? Um, I was not expecting her to become a Montreal. Uh, to be honest with you... I- to be completely honest with you, I thought Diloff was going to do something stupid. Like, I don't know why. But yeah, before, before I read this chapter, I imagined Diloff screaming some weird, like, Jadith verse and just, like, trying to kill one of them. Like, just, I, I don't know why. It was just like, what oh, is it like during the procession when the guy's yeah. like, you know, speak now or forever hold your peace, Diloff, yeah, like, no. speaks up. <laughs> yeah, just Diloff. He's like, no, my Rodin, my Rodin. <laughs> Yeah, is it Yadeth or Yadeth in the audiobook? No, it's actually Jadith. Jadith, okay. Lord Jadith. And it's like, they never say it in a... Because like when the other characters say it, they speak of the religion, right? Mm-hmm. And then when the sympathizers say it, they're like, Lord Jadith or Jadith. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. God, you guys are really into that. Like, really yep. into that. But so, the passion's good, so I mean that's what yeah, makes it more interesting. Makes him uh, zealous, but you know, makes it interesting. Uh, so, chapter thirty-nine, very short chapter. It's like literally a page. Uh, Raythan had poisoned her, and this is why Tellery didn't respond to anything as far as a wedding went. And so, you know, we got that answer quick. Uh, so, chapter forty, Raiden wants to scale the walls as all the guards are gone. Um, he's worried that Fjordel's gonna attack Lantra soon. Uh, and when he's about to go, a messenger comes that there's a newcomer to Elantris. This is, of course, we know to be Serini. Um, he asks her to join him, and she still doesn't know it's Raiden, and, but she's, she still doesn't kind of trust him, especially after what happened last time. Right, and this, 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 these two going back and forth, like every novel, I mean, gosh, we watched Vin and, and Ellen go back and forth forever, and it's like, okay, if you two did not figure it out, I'm going like to punch Vin you in the face. Okay, well, I... Especially in book one. Well, I know, dude, but you... So you started me off on the Mistborn, and for some reason, I finished... All, I don't know. I was in love with Mistborn just because everything was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, so what do you... How would you compare, like... 
Rayodin and Serini compared to Vin and Ellen. Who do you like better? Except I didn't like Vin and Ellen's. Uh, it's actually it's great that we're talking about this now because you weren't here in the podcast for book two. Me and Matthias were um, we didn't like Vin and Ellen's relationship in book two and someone in book three either. Simply because if it's just like in book one, it felt more real. In book two and three, it felt like unnecessary and unrealistic conflict between them. I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. Here's the thing, like speaking from personal experience like i really cope like me and ellen like we got together like then that book like me and ellen were like i was like yeah dude you make you just you make a lot of sense and i guess that's why i thought the relationship was so great because he just i guess the way that i coped with the world was the way that he coped with the world but obviously in completely different circumstances i'm not i'm not cutting coloss up with 60 pounds of ATM in my stomach. Mm. But, you know. Just 50 pounds of ATM. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, back back to Serini and Rayodin. Yeah, so they're, she reluctantly obliges. Say that again? I mean, they're great, but you, we, need, we need to get them to – once we get them – we continue to read. Once we get them to that point where we're like, okay, well, now we can fully compare. It'll be a little easier. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not much book left, but, you know, I do like it. I'm not going to act like I don't. I do enjoy their relationship. It's just I like Vin and Ellen's better. Um, so chapter 41. Serini arrives in New Elantris, and she's like, completely blown away. Uh, she's very impressed by um, the, um, the city overall, you know, how clean it is and how just the atmosphere feels different. And her, she starts changing her opinion of Raiden. I was just, I'm sorry, I don't mean to rub, but no, no, the no. clean part it boggles my mind because when, <clears throat> sorry, when they first come into the city and we first get introduced into Lantris, it's just disgusting, right? So my thing is, is like, oh my god, how fast is this guy sweeping this place <laughs> clean? Is it just, is it twenty people just sweeping so fast that the grind can't keep up because? The way I imagine is this person sweeping a crazy amount. That's so funny. Oh my god, I did not, I did not see that coming. Okay, that's that you goof. Put a really good, like, funny picture in my mind of just these, like, passionate artisans and architects that they're just going to town on the grime. You know, just like scrub, 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 scrub. Yeah, it's like Wreck It Ralph. It's like Wreck It Ralph, and it's like these people. Like, hey, more power to him, buddy. If you can scrub that hard, more power to him. You, you got to remember, I don't think that they really sleep, right? And they don't have to worry, or not worry, but they don't need food. Um, so, yeah, just keep going. <laughs> if I could avoid the hunger, oh my gosh. If I could avoid hunger and sleep. Oh my God, do you know how much I could get done? I mean, this podcast, we'd be on Stormlight already. Oh my gosh, that's like, it's like eight, no, it's like four books from now. Books? Yeah, dude, I can't. I'm dude. I oh, for you. I am. You know how I'm on Wheel of Time, right? I'm reading Wheel of Time. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm on the last book. I don't know if I told you that. And for those listening, yeah, I'm on the last book. And 
I am 40% of the way to the book, the final book. See, now, you got me into what I'm in so far. and Oh, trust me, don't get into it. Don't get into it. Brain is great, but... Wheel of Time is good, but it's if you, someone was to ask me, is it worth it? I'm going to have a hard time answering that. Yikes. We'll get into that later. She's very impressed by the changes, like I said, and she starts, like, adapting, I guess, her opinion of Raiden. Um, she hasn't seen Ash, and she's wondering what happened to him. She asks who he is. Raiden, I mean, and this is, that's far annoyed me. And I know it annoyed you, too. He lies to her. No, stop it. Dude, this is, this is when things start getting... Like, the, the conversation they had... He was, she was pretty much telling him what was going on. He just, he should have, with all that was going on, with all that she said to him, he should have just told her. Then, logically speaking, they could have worked together and they would have finally met. Like, that would have yeah. been like, the book didn't have to end. But it at least could have had that <laughs> moment that I was waiting for a little bit sooner, or maybe not at all. Maybe that meant, maybe doesn't happen. I don't know. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, wait, did you finish the book? No, I didn't finish the book. <laughs> I'm, 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 make, I'm making myself stop, so. Okay. I mean, hey, if you want to read ahead, I'm all for it. For it. <laughs> I can't. I end up saying something. But, <laughs> you know, and then, he, you know, he's, he's teaching her all these things. They own door, and he's letting her into the library, all this stuff. And it's like, come on. Just yeah, no, tell her. So, anyways, while he's talking to her. Like, he starts screaming. Like, I think the door starts, like, trying to force this way out of him again. And he just starts screaming like he did earlier. And, uh, yeah. So, he teaches her after that. Like, he kind of gets up and he um talks to her or, I guess, tells her about Aeondor. Aeondor. And she thinks it was, like, a heathen legend, basically. Uh, and he, like, teaches her everything she knows. Or, he knows. While she's by her, by herself, she's, like, crying. And Ash comes to her. And, oh, my, this part, there's something that happens a little bit later that frustrates me to freaking no end. I wonder if you thought the same thing, too. Um, so, we'll to so why, why, why? So, when I read this, I was like, wait, why is she so special? No, because we knew, right, that, like, She's not an actual Elantrian. Yeah, yeah, we knew that she wasn't an actual Elantrian, but like, she he found her so fast. Like, how did he know? I I, for, I guess I forgot how the magic works a little bit with the Seons because I don't. No, that part didn't bother me. The part that bothered me was um, they see the Seon later. They see Ash later. The other Elantrians, I mean, like Raiden, Galadin, and stuff, and. They just assumed that it's somebody else's Sion. And they didn't even bring up, hey, is that your Why Sion? Why do you have a Sion? I see what you're saying. Okay, so you want to you go at that angle. Okay, so yeah. I, it, well, she, she hides it really well. I mean, but here's the thing, though. Later on, we'll get to it in a second. I'm jumping the gun now. So here, let me get through it. And then when we get there, we can actually discuss that in further. So let me just get through it and then... When we get to that point, we can discuss it. Um, but anyways, uh, where was I? So yeah, um, Ash comes and he jokes about that. He jokes about converting that 
Ash himself converting to Shu Korath. And he said this, Say Nalan, is that his name? Say Nalan. Say Nalan would not allow it. And we know from before that there's something about just about every religion when it comes to dealing with Seons. Even the quote-unquote good ones, right? Because even Father Omin, when she went to go see him earlier, Ash stayed outside the chapel. There's every religion seems to hate the Seons. Which is, you know, it's starting to make me think like these religions were made because Elantris was too much or? Yeah, that's what I'm starting to think too, right? Um, like you guys were just so upset that these Elantrians were just helping all these people. Like, wait, it was too good for you? Like, all right, all right, okay. Free food, that's fine. But that's the thing is like what? These religions seem directly against Elantris because Jesker, the Jesker Mysteries, I mean, obviously, like, that dude was stabbing people for <laughs> Elantris's bad faith, or I don't know. A lot of things against Elantris, and it, it makes me wonder is like, maybe Elantris isn't the bad people. Maybe they never were. Yeah, I don't think they're bad people either. But yeah, I think they're. I, I do agree with you. I think the religions may have been formed in response to Elantrians. Yes, that is a more articulate way of saying what I was saying. <laughs> and he does bring up Ash does that Saiyan Alan was not upset or didn't seem too concerned with the fact that Serini has suddenly become Elantrian. So that raises a couple of. Um. And then a little bit later, she gets a Zoom call from her father, Evento. Uh, he wants to bring her back. And <laughs> what, you, you like the Zoom call thing? <laughs> the Zoom call. <laughs> this time, it, the Seahawks are just the FaceTime. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. have an iPhone. You can Google it. Come on. He, he's insisting on coming in, like breaking into Elantrius. Elantrius? God, I'm tired today. Um, yeah, breaking into Elantrius and saving Serini. Um, and she basically convinces him that, like, no, I need to stay here. This, these are my people, and you, you know, can't. And you also can't just break rules for your daughter, right? If we're throwing everyone in here, it's not fair that it's because I get it that suddenly, you know, I'm not allowed to be in here, which I respect a lot. Right? She actually like kind of like was like, hey, like this would be morally wrong for me to leave like dad you you know me staying here is right like he yeah, she exactly. she was telling him like hey you know but you don't want to admit it yep and i get it but yeah it was i was i massive respect for her there so anyways um he does conc- uh finish the chapter there by saying that he's gonna put his navy in the defensive formation and they will shoot any ship on site Imagine Eventio. I imagine a big fat Viking dude that eats a lot of mutt, like mutton. Like that's just like my favorite visual of this man. He's just like ha ha ha, Serini got a jug of mead and a mutton. You know? Uh, have you seen the Disney movie Brave? I don't know. Probably. It's like a Scottish movie. Uh, at least I think they're all Scottish. Yes, I've I seen. Imagine it. I've the seen father it. from Brave. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
You have kids, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so chapter 42. Wraithen reminds Diloph that their whole purpose of preaching the Elantrian hatred was, uh, you know, to eventually turn Erlon against Teod. And he's kind of working on that without Elantrian hatred, so he doesn't really need that anymore. Um, which I'm sure pisses Diloph off a lot. Right. So my thing is, like, what's with, like, why is Wraithen so set on Teod? I think that's just his mission, right? right? I understand Teod comes with it. I think the ultimate goal was Teod. Was it? An airline with a means to do it in it. Okay. Or could be both. It'd be like, okay, now you got airline, now you gotta go Teod. Yeah, and so he's happy that he was able to take Erlon without bloodshed. Again, further, like, proof that Wraithen is not, like, a super bad guy. He's starting to make plans to take over Teod. And so now chapter 43. I think, uh, I, I think, I do think Wraithen, Wraithen, I think he, uh, I think he's battling some demons that he can't quite get over. And if he could mm-hmm. get over them, he would, he would, you know, he wouldn't. He wouldn't make as many choices that are negative towards so many people. Agreed. So, chapter 43, Rida and Galadin are climbing to the high tower to see if there's an invasion of Elantris. And Galadin starts teasing um, Rida, and it's like, you know, that he's been spending so much time with Sereni. And Galadin's like, Haha, well, she is my actual wife. It's like, so then why don't you go tell her that then? Like how like so it's so unfair, right? That you're enjoying your relationship with Sereni as a husband, but she doesn't get to enjoy that same relationship back with you. It's almost like it's almost like he knows that Sereni won't be there long. So he doesn't want to ruin it for her. I mean, I guess, but like as far as he knows, she's not going anywhere. Maybe, maybe it reveals later. I, see, this is the thing I don't know. He's Brandon's gonna just like be like, "Oh, the main character just knew," and it's like, uh, so he did, and then like he'd be like, "Oh no, the main character knew because of this, 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 and that." That we find out later. Yes, and like, I think, I think he knows. I guess I'll reserve judgment to later, but um. Yeah, as of right now, it is annoying me. So, yeah, we'll we'll see for later. So, anyways, um, they see that the Elantrian guards are like surrounding Telri's mansion, and so he goes down to ask Serini what that's all about. And so she, okay, this part was so interesting. She has a book on political theory or something like that, and there's a section just debunking Fjordal rhetoric. See, Wern's been claiming that Fjordel has always been Shudareth. And apparently, Wern is not like the King Wern. Wern apparently is a title for the ruler. Yeah, so, yeah, you're right. Wern is apparently like a, a given name. I would almost call it a given name. Okay. Um, kind of like a Jarl, right? Yeah. So, Judith. So does not predate Shukiseg. Kudareth. Or. Yeah, Jadith does not predate 
Shukise. So what it's saying is is that like Wern has no claim because he Worm has no claim to like divinity because he's like that that wasn't the first religion. He was actually part of another religion previously yeah. to Jadith, yeah. which is ridiculous because so, like now yeah, I think there's said there's something there's a faking going on here, right? Like some fraud because Jadith apparently was a name of and I have it listed here of an unimportant god that cared for the rocks underneath the earth. So I think this guy, whoever it was, hijacked the religion, basically. Yep. And he kind of and, made it to his own means. Yeah, exactly. And so they've been, you know, cleansing history to fit that narrative. It's very interesting. So first, um, Wern lived through uh, way before Shudereth was ever founded. So we know that the Fjordal used to practice a different religion. Um, so this has got super interesting. Yeah, right. So, like, the thing is, like, how has that not been, how are people not around the world informed that, like, Jadith is not the oldest religion, or at least the way they taught it? I mean, the, the idea that he hijacked a religion, right, is done really intelligently, simply because if you really think about it, um, if you're going to hijack a religion and you're going to use an established God's name, such as Jadith, it would make sense that you use a very unimportant, basically forgotten God, such as someone like Jadith, right? So that way you have an established name. So it's not like, Hey, I've never heard of that before. So you don't get hit with that. And then you don't get hit with, wait a second. Why are you using this God? When we clearly know that he's a god of the ocean or something like that, you you can't do that because that's too important of a god's or too yeah too important of a god. So he he picked the perfect, like you know someone that is established and someone unimportant enough that he could kind of get away with the scheme. It's brilliant. I would have to. I mean, yeah, I, I would have to say that it's good, but. <clears throat> Maybe that's why there's so much hate for the Elantrians. Maybe it's because the Elantrians the, – I, I really do think that the Elantrians knew and they were the original religion. I, I think something around them seems – like it was the – something around them just seems original. Like it was – they were there first. I wonder if all the three like primary forms of religion like – root from Elantrians now. But um so anyways, chapter forty three ends with um the truth bomb hitting red and he finds out that Iodon is it. Uh so chapter forty four Serini starts filling Raiden in on everything, gives him all the details and everything that when she was getting married to Royal, he seemed kind of annoyed. Raiden seemed kind of annoyed, annoyed. Oh, oh so I, I think he, I think I think because... he I think he seemed more than annoyed. I think he was like kind of mad, like actually really mad. <laughs> no, I agree. It it was this whole chapter really annoyed me because it's like you're not telling Serini who you are, but then you're also like doing a really terrible job hiding yourself. Absolutely. I mean, he didn't I mean, the bad thing is like he didn't pull any punches on that like reaction. He just reacted and then like yeah. She should have picked up on it, but I don't know. I don't know why she didn't. And and she's and that's why like I feel like suddenly the intelligence level of both these characters suddenly plummeted unnecessarily. 
just for this plot line. And I don't like it. No, and maybe maybe they're just pl- both playing dumb. Maybe they're just like, oh, this can't be. This can't be. This can't be happening. You know what I mean? Like you, They're just questioning it. It's like, oh, it's too coincidental. Like, this is not right. You know what I mean? When she's done, she tells uh, him that she has Ash, the Sion, who can find out about the outside world. And this is this is the part I was talking about earlier. What the hell? Yeah. Like, what? What? The, 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 that was uh, reverse logic. It's fine. It's it's okay. I don't think it is right. Like you're telling me that Galden, Karada, and Raiden, who are all experienced, and they all know what happened to Seons when their masters become Elantrian. And everyone just assumes that, hey, oh, you know, that's not her, Elantra, and someone else is like, at least ask the question. That's what I meant. It's reverse logic. Like, they weren't thinking. Like, they they didn't even question the fact that she had a darn Sion, yeah. and she was a Lantrian. That doesn't, that, never in this book did anybody ever explain that that was possible. And I mean, sure, it could be. I understand that. There's a chance. But we haven't seen that. So nobody, nobody. And Galadon's always no, no Galadon's always the was he? He's always the pessimist. He's always she so he should have definitely questioned it. Yeah. I, that this part bothers me because it feels like I don't know, it, he's just such a good writer, and this feels like such a massive plot hole. Um but yeah, but you know, maybe. I mean, here's the thing: he threw me for a lot of loops mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. Mistborn trilogy. So <clears throat> I would have to think that on this one, I know there's not much book left, but on this one, he's he's got to he's got to put it in gear, and I, I think it's coming. And we're just, I think he's doing all of this just to get to that point. Yeah. Huh? Oh, man. It's, it just feels like, I don't know, kind of disappointing, you know, because it's like, go through all this building, and then towards the end, it feels like you're kind of, feels the need to rush it. I mean, might as well just extend the book by a few chapters and smooth this whole transition out, you know? Well, maybe he doesn't rush it. I mean... Maybe. Maybe, maybe he just maybe this is the way he wanted. Let's see. see I mean, I want to say it's. I want to say he rushes a little bit because it's one book. But hey, once we finish it, we might just be like, "Oh shucks, we were idiots." Yeah, I'm down for that. <laughs> I hope so. Anyways. End of chapter forty-four. Ash just confirms that Tellery is now king. Shocker. Um. So chapter forty-five. Raithen is studying a hole that he finds on the Elantrian wall, and. That's the one that they used to get out. And I don't know who he's talking about. Is that Rayodin and crew? Because I don't... I guess we time jumped forward a couple days. Um, but anyways, thinking about Tellery, and he starts feeling guilty that he used him, and he's using someone who doesn't actually have true faith. Uh, but I guess it's one of those, like, to an end thing, and that's how he's going to tell himself that as yeah, he goes on this little he goes on this little monologue where he's like, "Yeah, the guy's all about money." And he, uh, see, I wish I could, ex- I wish I could do it word for word, but <clears throat> I think, I mean, I'm was it forty, 
he's like he's talking about how he's all about money and that Telri will never see you know the true power of you know, believing in Jadith and uh, <clears throat> I wish I could find it. I should have wrote it down. I'm sorry, but yeah, he goes on to explain. He's like, yeah, all he cares about is money, and you know he's never actually going to convert to you know to Deerith. So he's like, I just need him for now. Yeah, I I wonder if he's going to discard him. Right, like after. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Right? Like he has to be, but so, anyways, um, he also starts feeling guilty about condemning Serini to Elantris. Uh, and okay, so before the chapter ended the way that it did, I was thinking this has this is going to backfire, right? Because when Serini eventually gets out of Elantris, everyone's going to ask her, "Did you pray to Jadith to get you out of Elantris?" And she's going to be like, "No, I don't even believe in that dude." And then she, and then everyone's gonna like, um, you know what I mean? Like everyone's just gonna be like, okay, well, they're they're not gonna believe in his religion anymore because of that. Because it's like, okay, well, it seems to be a hit and miss. You also gotta think like, at the end, she made her, he made her dad convert. Yes, and that's what I was saying. That like before the way it ended, I was like, I think this is gonna backfire. But so yes, maybe. You're right. he, well, maybe that's the reason that she got healed is because he converted. So, like, yes, Raven still has a valid point here. But but I think the main point, I don't think we need to focus on, you know, Serini being a Lantrian and Raven being, you know, the Rodin and worrying about Serena. I think we should focus on, I think her Raven has feelings for Serini. The way, the way that she, that he talks about it, it, just seems I think it's more looking respect. for her in the street. Like I, I really do think I know, but you have to think like they went. He's like, oh, she's the best that has ever, um, uh, gave me like a like a verbal combat almost. Mm-hmm. So like my thing is is like I think he's feeling for her, just in like a a relationship way, but because of the way she acted. But hey. I could be wrong. I I still don't agree. I'm gonna go on the no side. I think it's just more of a respect thing for him that he's uh he's just like, yep, she gave me a run for my money, and I can respect that. So, but yeah, he's um he gets a Zoom call invitation by Evanteo, and he says that you know if you heal Serini, um, and you bring her out unharmed. I will convert. So it's like everything just fell in place perfect. And I don't know if this was the extent of his planning or it just happened to fall in place for him. But dang, things are looking up for Raven, man. Yeah, him and his red armor. Gosh, I can just imagine. How pretentious is that? Yeah. You have to go out of your way to make red armor. Stop. I mean, I'd make red armor. No, no. Yes, yeah. come on. Come on. Red armor. No. If you're gonna go a color, you need to go black and throw a hood on. Black and purple, or purple and gold, or something. Whoa! Yeah, purple. Why are we doing purple? Purple is like royalty, right? It's a very nah. color. Yeah. Let's get to the grindstone. Put your head on the grindstone, buddy. Get yourself some iron, a black hood. Just paint that puppy black. You know, real cheap. Anyway, <laughs> you want me to stab my eyes with iron spikes too? <laughs> if the Marsh, okay. Anyways, <laughs> ironize. Um, Spoiler, sorry. 
What a freaking foreshadowing moment. Thank you for bringing that up anyways. Yeah, that, that was such a great foreshadowing, right? I didn't pick up on it the first time. Second time, yeah, I was I like, didn't either. Whoa. You just, I just picked up to it as you just said it, and I was like, "You stupid book, you." Yeah, but I had my brother. He picked up on it right away. Like he legit. Oh, whatever. Whatever. He, whatever. Yeah, Let's he, fight that guy. Fight that guy. Yeah. <laughs> For any of you guys listening, you guys all remember how good it, my brother was. Stupid good at predictions, but when it came to like sim- understanding simple plot lines, he couldn't get it. That seems backwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's completely backwards. But yeah. Uh, anyways, that about does it for us for that episode. So next, we will be covering into chapter fifty-six. That's well into the last part. I I thought about finishing it off in the or next episode finishing it off where the part ends, but I hate doing that because it's like such a cliffhanger, and I hate waiting that extra week. So an extra one or two chapter in kind of breaks out of it. I know that's not. The way you probably should do it, but I don't care. Um, chapter 46 to 56, and then after that, we'll be finishing off the book in the episode after. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at pod underscore bookkeeper. Uh, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Keepers of the Book. And please join us on Discord. It'll be on all the um, episode show notes. And until next time, thank you, everyone. Have a good day.